1: So, Sean, good to see you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Mm. Uh, very well. I um, I didn't spot you in, in Westminster Abbey
2: uh, for the coronation. Were you, were you there or...? Um... <laughs> <laughs> My outfit was, was quite uh, extravagant. You probably wouldn't have recognised oh. me. Oh, that's probably why.
1: That's probably why. But um, how was your coronation weekend?
2: I wouldn't say I had a, a coronation weekend, I'd, mm. I intercepted it by mistake. Or it intercepted right. me. No, rather, it intercepted me yes. and Mildred on a walk. How, what I, happened? What's, so, maybe, I think you, you'll be able to help me here. Why was it a weekend? Why was it still happening on Sunday? That's the bit I didn't get. So, I'm taking Mildred for a walk through oh. West London, kind of Chiswick, Stamford, Brook area. Mm. And all the parks have the the bunting up and big screens and everyone's gone out to celebrate the coronation. But the coronation was the day before.
1: Well, I think it was arranged so that people could watch it all on telly and then do their party the next day. That was my take on it. And it was obviously a bank holiday weekend so that people could do
2: that. But what were they watching on Sunday? They were wa- So I, go and I get to the park and the, all the deck chairs are out and there's a screen on. Well, what were they watching? It was yet. Were they watching the replay? Maybe Coronation yeah. Plus One. That, <laughs> I didn't know that.
1: Maybe it just came very late to your part of London. You know, <laughs> you don't get everything on the on the on the same day necessarily. I, yeah,
2: I imagine you were over the moon, weren't you? I, I bet you were really <laughs> I really touched. You
1: any excuse to get my Union Jack waistcoat out, as you know. I just, <laughs> I will. I'll freely admit we watched it because you know it's history in the making, and um, and, I, and, I, and I. Sorry, Jack. I, I just like a quick point now. Things. I just want. I want, mm. I want
2: to to make. Someone else said that. I yeah. you have to watch it. It's history, right? Yeah. You won't be alive mm. when it's history. It's already history. If you it's think not of it history, you can't have
1: history now. Why not? It's happened. It, it, yeah. Okay. It happened this weekend, but it is. It's an historical moment. We we know that it's not going to disappear. Okay. No, that's fa- All right, that's fair. You're being very literalist about what, what history... Where, where, at You're what right. point does history start? What, a hundred years' time? <laughs> well, I... <laughs> what, What's your <laughs> definition? It's not history until, you know, it's a hundred years ago.
2: Until I say Yeah, so. which is, that's Sean's
1: <laughs> law on history. But, you know, other people may be thinking, you know, take take a, a, a slightly more um, nuanced take on it. So
2: history can be present? Well... You could be you can be living in history? Technically not present, no. H- history is being made. Yes. Therefore,
1: what is being made is in the present and will become history. You know?
2: <laughs> when we first discussed the podcast, this wasn't what we had in mind. No, and we are both out of our depth now.
1: <laughs> There's some sort of philosophical thing that you dragged into it. I don't you know we we
2: we talk about dogs. we do talk about dogs? Yes. Did Mildred enjoy? Could I just give you one more thought about history, sorry? No, you're going. That this might stress you out, but I thought what history is, right? Is history mm. is the news that made it. Right? It's the greatest hits of the news. So you don't really need to watch the news. This stuff, this probably isn't going to make it into to history. So just wait ten years, give it ten years, and then find out what the the big bits were. And go yeah, that what do you right? Mean, what do you mean it's not going to make
1: it? This this isn't going to make it into the history books. Well, in ten years' time, if I say you know, oh King Charles, people say who? <laughs> no,
2: I didn't mean. Yes, he <laughs> did. That's what you said. No. No, I didn't. No, I, I is what I said. I wasn't using. Sorry, it was a it was a tangent. It wasn't about the coronation. It was about history and news in in general. Yeah. Okay. okay. But the king. But- you are absolutely right. I I completely agree with you. I I stand corrected. You you did experience history, but the news yes. in general, you don't. You just you don't need to bother with the news. You could just wait until it's it's history, and then you can find out if it was worth. Knowing. Whether it was
1: important or not, that is quite good. I've recently listened to a lot less news, and I found I don't miss anything really. You just actually don't, because you know you go through phases exactly. where you become a new. Have you been a news junkie? I have in the past, where I have to listen bit, to yes. news constantly. I have a radio in every room, and I just stopped doing it. And I, I'm no less informed than when I was doing that, because exactly. I it takes me ten minutes to know what's going on.
2: Because it percolates. Because the big stuff. It, yeah. you will f- it percolates, you'll find it out the really,
1: as you say, the important stuff and actually for comedians, we know that, you you know, you can find some trivial thing in the news and think, oh, I'll make a reference to that because you think it's funny, but no one gets it because they've not looked at that bit of news so if you Story wait six my weeks yeah, <laughs> you wait six weeks and the story's in the air and everyone knows it, then, then it becomes currency yes.
2: for you yes,
1: but how's Dolly? Uh, yeah, enough of the um, spin-off podcast about history. I'm sure Dan Snow will be thinking, oh, what? No. Can't have them... I do that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like two people trying to talk about history during a lock-in at about 3am.
1: Yeah, exactly. But what does Simon Sharman know about dogs? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> Nothing. Dolly, Dolly took it all in her pace, but um, yeah. Nellie, who you know is the, the French bulldog who uh, comes to stay with us a lot, oh, she's yeah. uh, my daughter and her boyfriend's dog. Nellie, uh, was very, very taken with the whole with the whole thing of the coronation, oh, but oh, but rather alarmed. I, um, I I think I showed you a video of her watching it on on the telly. Yeah, I
2: saw it. it's very um, funny. Yeah,
1: she uh, got very obsessed with the obsessed with, with the procession. Yes. Going down the mall with all the horses, and she got really overexcited about the fact that all these horses were coming her way. She watches telly intently and gets quite quite involved, very animated. And as soon as they they did a close up of these horses, kind of walking towards us. She went mad she was like she's saying oh no they're gonna come in the house they're gonna come in they'll come in aren't gonna do something about this we're gonna have a room full of horses in a minute and they're gonna they're gonna leave a mess everywhere and then I know who gets the blame for that this is a terrible day All these horses so she'd be watching these horses on the telly. And then she'd get really anxious and go running around behind the TV to see how they were getting in there.
2: That's fantastic. Yeah,
1: it was. <laughs> so we had to sort of be quite careful, had to sort of, you know, turn it down so to take her mind off it. It's fascinating. I'd love to hear other people listening to the podcast, if their experience of their dogs watching telly. Because, for instance, Dolly, it doesn't register with her. She couldn't care less. But Nellie, she's, you know, she if she hears a dog on the telly, it's, hang on a second, I've got to check this out. There's a yes, dog. there's a dog somewhere, and I don't know where it is, and I'm not happy about it. Yes, and uh, certainly with horses, she was she was obviously really worried that the room was going to just fill up with horses.
2: Mildred is not, uh, yeah. Mildred isn't happy about some of the things I say about her on this. She listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I get told she has off words quite on a lot about
1: it, does she? Yeah. But seriously,
2: does she watch telly? Do you know what she? Um, she doesn't. But like you've said, there barking. Hmm. Her her ears will stand if she hears barking on the telly. So, Uh but really, that's but that's it. She's got no interest. I mean, it's very cute, isn't it? The Mm, the the mm. dogs watching the telly. I mean, Nelly we saw um, is a fan of Have I Got News for You, unless you're hosting. Yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah, which we are due to we'll put that on. But I think actually I'm going on the show on Have I Got News soon, and I think they might. Be playing it on there. Oh, so that's
2: fantastic. People
1: can see that, and then we'll put it on our podcast afterwards. It, it, uh, that was a delightful bit, wasn't it? But, the, but Nelly did that again. The video I sent you was, was another bit of her brilliant sort of timing where I'm I, I sort of filming her, <laughs> and it was like, is she going to pledge her allegiance or not? <laughs> and she just she, she's looking, and she's, nah, I don't think so. And yeah. then she walks off. <laughs> not bothered i just Absolutely i'm brilliant. too I'm, I'm too upset about the horses to pledge any allegiance to anyone <laughs> yeah
2: but you're right no if anyone their dog if their dog has some sort of unusual reaction to the telly maybe has a favorite program then yeah. please do do get in touch and let us know
1: and that that goes into a a, a a connected area which is when you leave your dog in the house on their own do you leave the telly on for your dog or the radio, and if so, which which channel?
2: That is a fabulous question. Well done. Yeah, because that's yeah. what I wanted from this podcast. That kind of question where I go, I'm into this. I'm subscribing.
1: Yeah, because I I know I know people and who are very close. Well, it's my wife. She <laughs> Jane likes to leave Radio Three. Or Radio Four on for Dolly when we leave the house. She thinks Dolly has, is has got kind of upmarket taste. Yeah, whereas in, yeah, whereas whereas in the past uh, with uh, I think with our Dachshunds we would put we'd leave something on the telly that would be like you know a house in the sun or you know cash in the attic something kind of sort of humdrum for them to have on in the background. And I don't know what the logic of it was, but Dolly has definitely got she's slightly more upmarket.
2: Yes. We actually put on YouTube and YouTube dog music. Oh. So that just goes on forever, does it? Yes. Yes, it does. It goes on for hours. Mm. Um, It's not Mm. kind of music made by dogs, in case you were misled (laughs) by the title. Generally, it's classical music. It's Radio 3. Yeah. Dog music. Apparently, they're into classical music, according to whoever makes this stuff. I don't know who's deciding. It's probably classical musicians,
1: you know, trying to... (laughs) Trying to broaden their demographics, saying, you know what? Dogs like this as well. <laughs> or, they, or they've just given up on having human listeners. Because <laughs> let's face it, it's not very catchy, is it, a lot of it? I mean, <laughs> No,
2: absolutely. It's just vowels.
1: Yeah. I like, I like the stuff that gets on the adverts.
2: Yeah, the hits. Yeah, the
1: hits. But then... Oh, because we do listen to Radio 3. And in what situation do you listen to Radio 3? This was uh, our solution to me, because when, when in my news junkie days, which have only recently come to an end, but Jane would have her own radio, and and this is how well we get on. You know. And I'd go into another room and listen to my news radio, but Jane was just much more serene. And likes listening to classical music, so she listens to Radio oh, Three. Lovely. But it's well, yeah, but it's 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 a bit weird. Radio Three, it's got a funny approach to like in the morning. Almost every time you turn on, it's a lovely, calming piano music. Yeah, and then they follow it with some insane Wagnerian marching music or something. A marching oh yes, nice. yeah, and it's just you you know completely killed the vibe. It's if they're trying to please everyone. This is for yeah. people are just waking up, but if you've already woken up and you're having a row, here's something for you now. <laughs> here's some Wagner. But anyway, we're, yes, we're meant to be talking about dogs. Anyway, I know. But, but Jane says because Dolly is on the bed in the morning, and Jane always maintains that Dolly loves classical music. She's, you know, she likes that calming classical Sophistic. music. Yeah. But she, but Dolly doesn't like she doesn't like the marching band stuff. She's not into that. So when that comes on, we have to switch. Okay. <laughs> on Sundays, it's um, Steve Wright love songs. You know, um, uh,
0: yeah.
1: Dolly likes that. This is again. This goes back to what I've said. Dolly gets what she wants, right? And it's no longer Jane saying, "I'd like to listen to Steve Wright Sunday love songs," right? It's <laughs> Dolly wants to listen to. Steve So because it's Dolly, we have to, because otherwise I'm being mean. I'm being mean to the Chihuahua.
2: And you can't do that. So yes, let us know, please, what music your dogs are into. And indeed, if you uh, leave a channel on, when you leave the house what channel is it what do you let your dogs watch and listen to we'd love to know
1: it would be a very interesting segment to the podcast is to get some of that coming in
2: as i was saying to you i was kind of uh, intercepted by the the coronation I, I, I was trying to avoid it and i'm walking through ravenscourt mm. park and then there's a big party and it's on a sunday and there's a big screen and there's lots of uh, you know food trucks and um, very nice uh, but what happened there was the, it is. I was I was kind of struggling to, to pull Mildred, which I, I don't usually struggle with. She's normally, you no. know, she comes along and I kind of have the lead. I kind of hold it gently so that if she does suddenly stop, I'm not kind of jolting her. Sure, you know? sure. But I, I realised that I was having to pull quite a bit and I turned round and she had decided to have a little rollabout in some horse manure. Oh, uh,
1: right. Okay. Okay. Yep. That's... Well, I don't know. I don't understand why dogs do that. Do you know why they do it? I didn't know that. I didn't even know they do that. Is that a thing? No, well, it is. It's not just Mildred. She didn't invent it. It's it's oh, a, I... a thing that they do. I mean, the, I think the psychology is that they smell the dung of a bigger animal. Yep. So in order to um, to camouflage themselves... They roll in themselves in the scent so that the, 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 that bigger animal won't be able to detect it because it's, it's basically its its own, its own dung. And that, I think, is the thinking behind it. Very occasionally, Dolly has done it, but you, you got off light with, with horse manure because that's not nearly as bad as it could have been. The worst one is, is fox poo. That really is a very, very, that's really bad, really bad Seems
2: smell. You to know a lot about the different types of stool out there, Jack.
1: Oh yeah, no you you know, I've 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 been there, done that. Yeah, done-
0: <laughs> Elevate every morning with Tommy John's second skin underwear.
2: No, I've said to you in the
0: past, Yes,
2: it's me and Grace wash uh, Mildred together. But this time, Grace wasn't in, and this was the first time I had to go solo. Oh, right. And how did that work out? I thought, I'm up for this, and my flat turned into a car wash. <laughs> she got out. took me through it. Got her in the bath, shower on, got the shampoo on, uh, and then she jumped out of the bath under my legs... And uh, yeah, it's the first time I've seen a dog walk on a ceiling before. (laughs) Everywhere. The the, the entire flat was completely drenched. Not only did I have to catch Mildred, get her back in the bath, finish the job, but then I had to dry my flat with towels. All of the towels that we had. The whole
1: thing. (laughs) And what was there explaining to be done when Grace got back in? Did you have to sort of... Do you
2: know what? Grace was actually... This just shows the level of competence that I have as a human being. Grace was just quite pleasantly surprised that I I gave that a go.
1: Oh, okay. So she she saw it as progress. That
2: absolutely.
1: You hadn't just ignored the problem. Okay. Well, that's yes. good. That's good. Well done. Yeah. It's a messy business washing a dog, especially a big one, because as you discovered, they're very hard to control, especially when they're wet. Yeah. Then of course they they shake everywhere, don't they? They just get out and shake. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yeah, so you're absolutely covered. It's bad enough with a tiny dog, but. Um, but even on your own, it's difficult with a chihuahua. We do it when I, I stand in the shower I've just got a hand shower in there and just, just do her with that. But she's small, so you can contain it and cover in terms.
2: Sorry, to be clear, just to be clear. I have clothes on if that's right, really okay, what you're worried right, about. Right, right, yeah. I've it's, taken it. my
1: shoes and socks on. There's nothing kinky about it. <laughs> it's not some niche website that people will be Googling right now. <laughs> it's not. There's nothing more to it than trying to wash the dog.
2: Because I, I, I had an image there, and if you and if you put some classical music over that, it would be quite the same.
1: Well, I'm sure people are getting very excited listening to this particular episode. The thing to do is if you, when you, if you can ever, is is to get a, an outside bath for her, and then you can do all of that outside. If you have to wash her regularly, oh. you can get specially made ones. And it doesn't have to be just cold water.
2: Yes, or, or, or you could do what I I realised you should do and, and just shut the bathroom door. Uh that would have been a great idea because then yeah, <laughs> you
1: can you do then contain it to the the area of the house that is designed to be wet. And yes. did she go straight for the bed to roll around in the duvet and get dry?
2: It, it's like you were watching That's another trick. Yes, abs- absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Which bit in the in the home will also be the hardest bit to dry? I know. I'll go for yeah. the bed. Yeah, I'll yeah, go for the back. Yeah. Oh, oh look, there's some folded clothes that have just been cleaned and dried. Oh, yeah. them as well. Lovely. I'll try and put them on. Yeah, have them. Lovely. <laughs> now, something that's happened a couple of times is Grace has had to... Grace, my, my partner, yeah. obviously listens to my dog because she does what I tell her to do. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> she, she is a fan of the podcast, right? But she has had to, on a number of occasions, correct me with things that I've I've told you.
1: Oh yes, so, yes, I'm getting a bit of that as well. Yes. I- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: So, so I might have misled you and listeners on on I would say now, a several occasions. Okay. And now the, the list is building up so much that I can't remember what some of them are. So I'm just going to check now whilst I've got Grace here. Okay, good. Grace, I'm talking to Jack. What's some of the things that I've been getting wrong? Was it ear... Something to do with ears? Yeah. You went to the vets and got her eardrops
3: for her bum when she needed antibiotics.
2: Right, okay, yeah. yeah. Right, I don't know if you got that, Jack. I'm a bit embarrassed to repeat this one. I, don't,
1: I think you should repeat it. Not everyone would have heard that. It was...
2: Okay, I... <laughs> do you Oh, God. Do you remember uh, uh, some time ago now when Mildred had a problem with her anal glands? Yes, yes, I do. And I said that the that what the vets had given us wasn't working. Yes. That's because I had picked up eardrops. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, you went and just bought eardrops for her and put that... I, I came back with eardrops. But all I know okay. is I went to the vets because Mildred was having a problem with her anal glands and I came back with eardrops. And did you apply it to her, to her backside, to her bum? See, you're giving me too much credit here. So, <laughs> did I put the eardrops? I didn't do the eardrops, did I? You spent £150 oh my. on ear cleaner and put it on bum. I spent £150 on ear cleaner and put that on a bum, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's money well
1: spent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that just is something... Oh, God. You, know, you just hear something about yourself and you go, yeah, that... That sums me up. It's, and it's not
1: just that Grace wants you to correct the record; she wants she wants <laughs> the wider public to share what she has to go through with you. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> my dad. Mm. Uh, just in case anyone's wondering why why is Sean the way he is? Uh, my dad once uh, brushed his teeth with dog shampoo.
1: <laughs> was that? Was it in a tube? Yes, I've never seen that. At what point did he realise that it was that it was dog shampoo?
2: I, I, I can't, I, I have no idea. Do you know yeah. what, I'm sure it would be, it would have been my mum discovered it. Uh, it won't have been my dad noticed that something was up right. with the toothpaste. He would right. have had no idea.
1: Just that he didn't have nits in his teeth for a while. <laughs> Has that advantage, yeah. That's madness, isn't it, to do that?
2: Well, there you go. Yes, yes, it is. There you go. Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad Dolly enjoyed the the coronation. She did. She did and I'm glad yeah. that she, that you didn't get inv- invaded by horses. I hope that she takes some comfort in the fact that maybe she scared off the horses. Uh, Nelly, yeah, I think
1: she will have done. Yeah. yeah. She, she, oh, sorry, she,
2: Nelly, not Dolly. Sorry, Nelly. She
1: did. She certainly had a sense that she was on duty to sort of protect yes. us from you know, warning us that, you know, there, we're about to have a room full of horses if we're not careful because, you know, this is madness. It reminds me of those very early um, films of people watching at the cinema and they've never been before. And there's, that, there's a shot of this train yes. coming towards the camera the and they all, they're all scared and they're all kind of ducking and yeah. jumping yeah. out of the way. And that's Nellie believes in the telly to that extent. She, she, she's, yes. that, that, she's that oh, committed. I love that. I, in a way, I would. I know what you mean. It's it's just, just yeah. to to actually kind of be so well, not gullible quite, but I suppose it is. But it's it's um, an innocence to it that is rather nice. Is yeah, immersed innocent, in it, definitely. It's that
2: childlike yeah. belief where you really yeah, believe yeah. Completely, what you're watching. Yeah. Let me actually let me just double check before we before we listen to a voice note from one of our listeners and let me just oh hello mourners, more watch my coffee, watch my coffee, what what hello my mourners, um, come here right does Mildred have a favorite program? Oh okay thank you. yeah no big fan of David Attenborough.
1: Oh right okay so quite 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 cultivated and very civilized very
2: sophisticated. Yeah obviously yeah. I get in and change it to Towie no. <laughs> but it's what
1: it's what she likes to start with. Is is she? What music would uh, would Mildred choose to? She's into um that Blink One Four Two. Was it you listen to?
2: Blink One Eight Two. Did you get back? Did you get to? Did you speak to
1: Miles, my your son. son? Miles, I asked what he thought, and and he, and he said, he kind of gave me a
2: yeah, yeah. No,
1: I know who they are. It was not like <laughs> oh, so it wasn't like oh, does, she, does Sean like them as well? It was not. It wasn't that. I have to say. But and I've, I've I've watched a bit of them now on on YouTube just so I know I know what we're talking about.
2: Oh, hmm. and your review? Uh yeah, I was quite I was quite surprised. I thought they were.
1: Um, I didn't dislike them, you know, at all. But it's not it's not my thing. Oh. But it's uh,
2: yeah. It's well, okay. I'm I'm, fl- I'm flying to uh, Washington to see them. Come along. Are you? Oh wow! Are you coming? I've got a spare oh,
1: ticket. I, I didn't know you. I I I, I I'm busy then actually. Um, yeah, but I've uh, I've got to. Uh, I'm deferring my kettle. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, should we get some voice notes so you can get on with that kettle?
1: Let's hear some of those. Yeah. So uh, I think we've got a dog song in, haven't we? Oh
2: lovely, my favourite.
1: From Angela, who's got a very sweet Shih Tzu cross called Ernie. Uh, there's a nice picture we've lovely got little white dog. of Ernie evidently at Christmas, with some Christmas presents in front of him looking very excited, this sweet dog. Uh, anyway, Angie uh, likes to rock Ernie over her shoulder. And sing to him, and uh, I think Ernie even joins in a bit, so should we
2: have a listen to it? Listen out for this. Apparently he hums oh. whilst she's singing the song. Oh, that's nice.
0: Where's a baby? Where's a baby doggy? Oh, you're a baby doggy. Oh you a baby doggy. Oh you a baby doggy. Oh, he's a big
2: baby doggy. Oh,
0: he's a, oh, he's a good boy. Mm. <laughs> are you a good
3: baby doggy? Uh. Mm.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, good oh, boy! You are a doggy. Okay. You a good boy. You are a good boy. Who's okay. oh. oh. okay. a, a good boy? oh', it's a, good boy. oh it's
1: a good, 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 good boy? <laughs> I mean, that was that's clearly Ernie is is in conversation with 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 Angela about about how much he's enjoying that. That's delightful, isn't it?
2: Yes. I have. I I do have to say, Jacob. That, that was delightful, although there, there, there was one point I thought, um, I'm glad this isn't a video.
1: <laughs> it was slightly worried what it was going to look like in real life, what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, it was very sweet and innocent. It, it was. It's very nice when people send in uh, those intimate moments that they share with their dogs. Does, does Mildred
2: yes. uh, go along with it? Loves it. Oh, she loves the song. Because what I, what the thing is, she gets the songs with the rubby bellies, uh-huh. you see. So if I go, oh, give it the rubby bellies, yeah. and then she goes on yeah. her back, and then I sing the song with uh-huh. the rubby bellies. But does she sing back as well? Does she kind of get into it? No, no, no. She's not got to the point where she's mm-hmm. joining in and going, I've got it from here. i the little monas, you the little monas. I'm the little monas, but mona, We want to hear
1: more of that if it comes. It's, uh, I can never get enough of it. It's... <laughs> <laughs> the mourner's song. I can see that being a Christmas number one. It'll be <laughs> the
2: most unexpected. But you don't have a song, do uh, you? No, but,
1: you? no, I don't. Maybe you should think of it. Maybe you should think of one.
2: I think you should.
1: Yeah, I'll work on it. I will work on it now. You could, well, you could record one
2: with a guitar. Could, yes, that's
1: true. I could write with a with a guitar. Uh, well, I'm not probably ready to go to that length of of disclosure quite yet. Um. <laughs> It, because that, that, I think, is, uh, is when you've had a sort of proper nervous breakdown, that you, you start putting stuff like that out on social media. Hi, everyone. I'm still here. And I've recorded a song. Um, <laughs> it's not really for you. It's for my dog. But here it is anyway. And then everyone will know it's uh, it's it's curtains <laughs> for me. <laughs>
2: Oh, that was fantastic. Yes, please keep on sending them. Wasn't that
1: great? Thank you, Angela. Send more of those in. That'd be great, everyone.
2: Coming up next, we've got Will Young. Will Young has been a much-loved presence in the British music scene since the early 2000s. Alongside his award-winning music career, he's written five books, acted in films, on TV and on stage. And now he hosts his own podcast, The Wellness Lab. But we don't want to hear about all his amazing achievements. We want to get to know him through his dogs.
1: Hello, Will Young. It's lovely of you to have joined us. How are you? Well, very well, thanks. I'm just eating a, um, a very dull, natural bar. OK. Why, why is it... You, you missed out on breakfast this morning? Is Or is that breakfast? Well, well,
3: breakfast is normally a couple of silk cuts and a coffee. I'm a boy from the 90s. Right.
1: OK. Lovely. Other cigarette <laughs> brands are available. <laughs>
3: they want to keep them
1: to me for free <laughs> not do that, do that anymore? Probably not. with cigarettes I don't know no. I, do, I actually don't know you know you started off well saying you were on a um, <laughs> eating a health bar. I thought of course he has he's just come back from the gym I know. and then he goes and says, yeah no I, I usually have cigarettes for breakfast I know <laughs> what's your routine with the dogs in the money like, to talk us through the dog thing who, who have you got with you?
2: You've got three dogs, that's right, isn't it, Will? There's no. Oh, sweet.
3: That's
2: gorgeous. It's
3: quite a picturesque
2: picture, actually, isn't it? It looks lovely. It It is.
3: I've got two American pit bulls that I rescued from a kill shelter in Los Angeles, an hour away from being put down.
2: Wow.
3: Talk us through what a kill shelter is, first of all,
1: and can we get Sean into one?
2: (laughs) (laughs) think
3: I think Sean's just probably a very quick injection. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no kill shelter is they have a lot of them in los angeles they tend to have a lot oh. of pit bulls. louis theroux did years ago do a, a thing on kill shelters they tend to give them often just a week oh and there's a charity oh, out there who rescued domino and iris and they were literally an hour oh. away uh, from being put down because i know you're a, quite a champion of Rescue dogs,
1: aren't you? Which is really commendable. Yes. When people very often think, "Oh, if I want a dog, I better get go and buy a puppy." And if I want a puppy, I better get exactly the type of puppy I want. Whereas you, I think, have got a, a little bit more of a holistic approach to it, and think, "Well, if you're going to give a, a life to a dog, you might as well give a life to a dog that already exists." Has that been part of your
3: life for a bit? Um, I, it has been for a bit. I sort of fell into it really. I mean, my family rescued Dachshunds. Oh, sweet! There's yeah. the Red Foundation which is solid accents and a, a place in Ireland called Dashing Hounds. Uh, I mean my mum mm-hmm. would say she fosters them but I'm like but you never give them away again so that's just adoption. Ah
1: that's the problem yes basically.
3: I came across these dogs cuz I was out in Los Angeles and I didn't bring my dogs with me and I and I didn't think that I could bring them home. And then I fell in love with
1: them. I mean pit bulls have got uh, a reputation that people yes. uh, would would, would associate with being, you know, rather aggressive and unpredictable. And Talk us through what what is the character like and have you ever had any problems? Is it
3: unfounded? I mean, you know, I don't know their full history. The the really good thing about Domino and Iris is that they absolutely love humans and they love any humans, so children. So that's never been a problem. You know, he is a big dog. He's 54 kilograms. I have had him tested mm. for yeah. to see if he was a dangerous dog because when I first got them, they were so reactive with other dogs.
2: What would that entail, Will, sorry, that, uh, having a dog tested to see if they were they were dangerous on?
3: I went to see a very good trainer and I just wanted, because they're so good with, you know, animal movement, because so much of it is obviously in the movement because they can't yeah. talk. <clears> she had a yeah. very large male uh, pointer, I think it was, which still had its balls, which makes them even more kind of like, male so that's mm-hmm. like a red rag to you know a dangerous male dog and um she said no he's not dangerous we managed to let him off the lead yeah. you know he just needs some training so i've managed to get him a lot better with dogs the thing about him is when he feels safe he's fine so when he's at my family home he literally has like ford accents climbing all over him and he's fine he just gets nervous so but anyway pit bulls are probably the most loving breed i've ever come across. I mean, I've never, like, never experienced, and same with Staffies, a breed that is just so loving. Like, it's the only way I can put it. But do you
1: spend a lot of time when you're walking them, uh, explaining to people that actually (laughs) they're lovely
3: dogs? It's like I've got Tourette's when I'm walking. I'm like, he's very friendly,
1: he (laughs) loves children,
3: but I do get people being quite judgmental and sometimes quite nasty. I mean, like, because and you know maybe you guys have this but i don't tend to dress maybe as smartly as i might dress when i'm on tv so so i might be walking Mm. around in my tracksuit with him and i've had a guy with a spaniel who was like control your dog and his two spaniels were off the lead and (laughs) Domino's on a lead because i never let him off the lead and i just Mm. said well your dogs are my dog's not off the lead it was just very odd people do get quite Aggressive and judgmental.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: So, uh, but uh, but that's fine. You know, I just make sure that they know he's fine and.
2: Would you not let them off the lead even for a walk in the park? I can't Is let it... him off the
3: lead in the park because he's. I've got a border terrier as well, and my border terrier, not when I was around, but with a dog walker a few years ago, attacked a Jack Russell, and the Jack oh, Russell had yeah. to have stitches, and it was awful. Of course, I felt horrific. Oh. I wasn't there. Yeah, but yes. you know, if that was Domino people would be asking to put him down, but because she's a little border-terrorist, yeah. no-one's going, yeah. so I paid for the vet fees and all that, and, you know, yeah. and bribed her. <laughs> you know, I, I said, you whisper a word of this to the Daily Mail, I'll sue you, bitch. <laughs> Don't come after me. Yeah. You know, but if it's a big dog, people react, so I'm just never going to risk it. Have you got a decent garden at home? Or is that where... I've got a good garden, and I, I have a long lead, so I have a sort of system okay. now, so when we get to the park, I've got a... Ten meter long lead, but you know yep. you've got to keep his prey drive up. So I make sure he's running after treats, or I've got a little sort of uh-huh. a thing that you train shotgun dogs with, which is sort of rabbit pelt. Um, you can get vegan ones, uh-huh. and <laughs> and uh, uh, so I make sure he sort of runs after that. You've just got to get that sort of you know drive out. But to be honest, he's yeah. a very big dog, but he's got osteoarthritis, so he can't you know he actually can't run forever. So Mm. he just Mm. just loves being around people and he snores very loudly.
1: Yeah.
0: This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. When you want the best, you have to act fast, especially when hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds top talent fast. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Spotify. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
2: You've got three dogs, Will. Is that is that the limit for you? Do you think you could have more than three? Not in London. I did have four dogs originally.
3: Um, I had a Dachshund, but she got run over by an electric car. Oh. She didn't hear the car. Oh, the electric cars! Oh, it was awful.
1: Heartbreaking, yeah. Your mother was into rescuing Dachshunds, as you said. So it sounds as though that's kind of it's in your blood, isn't it? The, the whole thing. You grew up with dogs. Is yeah, right? we grew up
3: with dogs and sort of pro-animal rights. I mean, last year I handcuffed myself to a beagle breeding facility. I was going to come to that. Yes, it looked like I was having a breakdown, in brackets, and another <laughs> another breakdown. Yeah. People don't know that we still breed, well, one, that we breed dogs, and effectively they are puppy farms, mm. for testing and then that dogs are still tested on in this country. I just think people just don't know about it. So I just wanted to uh, yeah. bring it back. No, up I, don't, yeah. I
2: don't think they do either. It feels like we're past that as a society. And it's quite surprising to know that that, that kind of thing is still it's happening.
3: It's terribly yeah. frustrating. And I get really upset. I mean, I've had a couple of meetings. I had a meeting last week, actually, with someone called Lord Sharp. And the team that really do oversee all 135 testing facilities and that's not just dogs but you know other animals and actually they they, they were good they were good I, i have to sort of watch my passion because i can get quite forthright about it
1: that sounds very controlled of you because i know that if you do become uh passionate about a subject especially as emotive as that it's pretty difficult to uh to hold your tongue at times but it sounds as though they Everyone at that meeting dealt with it in a fairly adult way.
3: I think so. It is really hard. And, mm. you know, I guess that if things are going through the parliamentary process, they take a lot longer than perhaps out in the real world. I, I would like mm. things to happen. But yeah, I think it's going in the right direction. Oh,
1: good. Yeah.
3: It's pretty awful what happens to them. Mm. It really is pretty awful what happens to them. So it's just about yeah. my sort of sensible approach when I'm not handcuffing myself to things is to at least try and get the welfare better because I think what happens is because animals are tested on it's the same with animals you know if you eat meat you think well I don't want to think about this being a live animal so let's just treat them dreadfully not even treat them like a live animal Mm. and it's the same Mm. with the beetles you know people it probably makes it harder if you're looking after them so let's just not see them as sentient beings and I'm mm. just trying to say, well, can we just make sure they are getting it? You know, they deserve actually, if anything, yeah. a better life because they're doing so much for humanity. So we'll see. Yeah.
1: Well done. Yes, well done. You're, you mentioned a dog walker. I, I imagine you're away from home a fair bit. Well, because you're touring and working. And who is the main dog carer when you're not
3: at home? Glamorous Hannah. Oh, Yes, Glamorous Hannah comes to walk Esme, the Border Terrier, so she's actually out at the moment, Esme. Oh, nice. I don't let anyone else walk Domino, and Iris is actually down at my parents. see. So okay. She actually now lives lives there because it was better to split them up for training and things like that, but yeah. I checked that that was okay because they came as a pair.
2: Now, Will, we have you know, several people come on the podcast, and what we like to get them to do is we like to hear the voices they use when talking to their dog. What a great segment. Now, do you have, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you have a voice that you use for your dogs? And do you have different voices that you use for each dog? It will be with Domino,
3: it will be, I can't believe I'm about to do this.
2: Um... Don't worry, you're not the first.
3: So it's, you uh, have to talk like that with Domino because he's got big chops. Oh,
2: oh I love yeah. that.
3: Yeah. Because he, cause he yeah. looks a bit like droopy. So I'm like, oh. Do so I do yeah. that
2: one? Okay, love that. And
3: then I go to another voice because I have to tell him that he's my prince.
2: Oh so Domino has two different voices you have two voices got a few, for Domino. Got a
3: few voices oh for I love that. Yeah. Quite normally but I yeah. just tell him normally when I'm taking a sh- because he comes and sits <laughs> in the loo next to me.
2: Okay. <laughs> have you chained yourself to the toilet?
3: Yes <laughs> like protesting against my own bow. <laughs> I tell him that he's a prince and I just say, I just But that's quite a normal voice. I just go, Can I just tell you you are my prince? You are my prince. Ah. Yes. And then Esme gets a Esme gets a slightly higher voice. She says, "She's my monkey. You're my monkey." Because oh, yeah. I call her monkey. Like, why oh. do we give our dogs names and then give them pet names as well? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't. she's Esme, but she's also called she's my monkey.
2: And will, and this is the thing is because uh, we, you know, we talk about this a lot. Uh, I have a cockapoo called Mildred Barrett, but Mildred really goes by the name the Mourners, which isn't even a word. Yeah. I really don't know where it's evolved from. It doesn't really make any sense. Do you know the origin of the monkey? Absolutely no idea.
3: And sometimes she's Monkey Moo. Ah, uh, yes. Ooh, my Monkey Moo. Yeah. Hello, yeah. Monkey Moo. My parents have a dachshund called Dora Carrington Blake Young. <laughs> They're all named after the <laughs> Bloomsbury There's um, so Peter Sackville West young
1: very cultured sounding dachshund that is
3: <laughs> dolly
1: is my chihuahua will and uh, she she also gets called monkey because um ah. well in fact because when we got her the vet said i don't think i knew that we were asking about exercise and he said you probably won't need to exercise her very much you'll just find that she runs around the house like a monkey oh, and she literally does she just darts around she tears around the house and also tinkerbell we sometimes call her because she's just like a little a spirit of joy that comes into the room and whizzes around and then runs out again. It's a it's it's a lovely thing. Oh, that's yeah, lovely. And then does Domino have a voice that you ever articulate for him? Does he talk back? So what's See, his oh, voice? Yeah, no, he talk, oh, talks like that. Oh, <laughs> for sure. I was I was I was expecting an American accent. Was there more of an accent
3: in yeah, there? No, I haven't given him an American accent. I, yeah. to be honest, I get a bit offended when people say, "Oh, well, he's American." And as someone that went out with an American who was very lovely, by the way, um, I'm not anti-American, but for some reason I sort of bristle. And people go, "Oh, well, he's American; he'll have an American accent." I go, "No, he won't."
1: Uh, (laughs) It's slightly unreasonable. (laughs) He is called American, and uh, you got him in America. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but never mind
3: yeah. yeah i mean it's so to be honest i feel like i'm having a therapy session with you guys i've never never spoke publicly about these things well so uh, we'll send you. the invoice through next week don't worry yeah
1: <laughs> well actually i was going to ask you about that because i know that you've got your own podcast about wellness haven't you and, and that's a sort of about uh mental health which is an amazing thing to do how do you feel a dog and having a dog is affects your your mental health, do you think it's a good thing? I, I mean, I imagine you do.
3: Yeah, I think for some reason, particularly rescue dogs, I think. Mm. Yeah, I do. I mean, I suppose, I mean, you have support dogs, don't you? People get support dogs for yeah. your mental health. I think it's the love that really helped. And uh-huh. also, yeah. you know, just simple things like if you're feeling down, you know, it's amazing to have a companion that just sort of sits there going, Feed me. Yeah. <laughs> don't care. Yeah. You know, weep into his coach. Of, so I think dogs are like the keeper of our secrets.
1: Yeah. Ah, so if yeah, if Domino yeah, right. could talk, would he be getting a big check from the Daily Mail? He probably would, actually. Oh, the stuff I've seen, you don't want to know about. Okay, oh, yeah. Well, yes, we do. <laughs> Domino, my story. Yes, is coming out soon. Oh, that would be that would be good. So, talk us through what's a perfect day. That involving the dogs, Will, what would you what do you like to do most of all? Do you take them out? Are you can sit at a cafe with them? The thing is he he's such a good
3: he's actually brilliant. He would sit outside a cafe just fine. But yeah. it's because he's so reactive with other dogs. Mm. You know, this is the thing with rescue right. dogs. You know, you, you do you don't know what you're getting. So right. you know, I can't really do that. Or if I do I have to be on sort of alert and have his lead sort of wrapped around. Around my um, yeah. so my perfect day is if i can get him out which i will do in a bit and i'll take the long lead i walk him on a short lead up to the park mm-hmm. and then we do a lot of games so i i carry kind of like sausages i've got i've got this awful kind of fanny pack i think they could be the americans calling them. That i sort of you know a strap around my my gut and um you know i've got sort of Sausages in there, and, and then he runs after it. I mean, it's just what I just look like such a pillar.
2: Um,
3: I'll just get him running around after that. Oh.
2: some another game. When you have to, uh, if you ever have to leave the dogs behind, will in the house, if, if you pop out, is there a channel that you perhaps leave on the TV or uh, indeed put some music on for the dogs? Do you have a preferred choice? Sometimes I have done that.
3: So normally it probably would be talk. So it's probably Radio 4 because I just think, well, talking. But I don't think about that too much. I did try with a ball. There's like a ball. Have oh, I got it here? Hang on a sec. Because you've got to hear it. Mm.
1: Oh, okay, it yeah. makes a
3: noise. Oh, here we go. Did you hear that? I did, yes. Y- yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So it's got a kind of voice inside it, has it?
3: I didn't realise this when I got it and you put little treats in it, and I thought that would yeah. be perfect, so I'm just playing with it. This was my yeah. dream, you know. Yes. And it will keep them stimulated. They... Ah, see Domino's walking away. He's scared of it. He's now gone upstairs. Oh. <laughs> he's, literally, he's literally just Yeah. Right. He's literally, just... I've just seen his bottom disappear up the stairs. So I bought him a game to stimulate him and bring him joy, and all I did was bring him trauma.
1: And now the only one who personally plays with it is you. <laughs> in public, with you now. <laughs> Uh, of course you've got a great advantage in that you could uh, you could also sing to the dogs, can't you? you've got that you've got that gift yeah. that you can uh, is that a thing that ever happens? Are they I, mean, I imagine they hear you rehearse and stuff
3: You love it yes no and thank you for calling it a gift. <laughs> it's, a gift, it's, a gift. it's a gift. from God. No, I don't. They do. Uh, he does come into rehearsals. He comes into rehearsals with me.
2: Right. Sometimes we get listeners. Will that send in little songs? A bit like we were saying with the the kind of alias, you know, nicknames that we end up involuntarily giving our uh, our dogs. That people end up having these these songs that come out of nowhere. So, for example, a, a song that I sometimes. <laughs> sing to Mildred's that makes really no sense as I go, you're the little mourners, you're the little mourners, you're the little mourners, I mourner, mourner, wanna more. What do you think of that? Can I can we <laughs> duet possibly?
3: I, I think that was absolutely stunning. Yeah. It, it <laughs> Thank was. You very much. Yeah, I do sing to Esme, not Domino. I do sing You're my Monkey Moo, You're my Monkey Moo, You're My Monkey Moo. Yeah, I do. There that. you go. That's the same tune. Sometimes it is a bit, isn't it? And yeah. sometimes I sing I love you monkey, but to the tune I love you, baby. I love you, monkey. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's great, yes. This is great. I feel a new album coming on. This is fantastic. Yes, it could be the making of it. Then, you see,
1: once they get to enjoy that and if there's any separation anxiety, you can just leave them with your music, one of your albums playing in the background. <laughs> and they'll feel, you know, that you're still there in some way.
3: I did have quite a sort of passive-aggressive neighbour who, when I was doing a lot of radio, mm. so I was leaving every evening, because uh, that was a time slot, and they were clearly barking. This was when I had the dachshund and the Bull oh, area. Oh, and I had okay. one of those brilliant, slightly passive-aggressive neighbours who would be like,
2: um,
3: see, the dogs bark quite a lot when you're out. You know, they don't, they don't just want to come out and say, I hate your dogs. No, no. Stop them <laughs> Do you ever play your music? To Does that sort of stop them barking? And
1: I said, no, they hate my music. I think you should pick up on that suggestion and, and bring in a professional rig. And play your music at full blast. <laughs> Did you hear the dogs barking? No, we didn't. We just, just, no. <laughs> it just, it <laughs> just sounded like Glastonbury.
3: Yeah, it just had evergreen on. The thing is,
1: Will, one of our previous guests is to blame for the reason why you can't take your dogs into the radio station with you, and that's yeah. uh, Sarah Cox. Because she used to bring her dog in and and her dog <laughs> bit through the cables very naughtily. And after that, there was a um, an edict went out saying no one can bring their dogs in anymore. So it's, it's Sarah Cox is, is to blame. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah she's got, she's got Bijan yeah. freezers.
1: Sarah has got uh, Dolly, the, the Maltese, and Daisy, a flat coat retriever, as I think I remember rightly. Yeah.
3: Oh, well, thanks a lot, Sarah Cox. Yeah my life. <laughs> She's a
1: rescuer as well.
3: Yeah, is she? I didn't know
2: that. A lot of people t- tend to do the combo. I've noticed that since since starting this is that a lot of people, if they have more than one dog, one will be a rescue.
3: I think that's probably true, actually, and also the different sizes. Because I always think it's interesting. People go, they're like, "Oh, why have you got? Because I've got the big the big dog, mm. and then I've got the border." And people go, oh. They sort of get quite sizist
2: about yeah. it. Yes,
1: it's strange, isn't it? It's strange. <laughs> well,
2: that's a funny combination,
3: <laughs> we say. A combination.
1: Yeah.
2: say. How are you at home with the dogs, Will? So we've spoken to people. Some people don't let the dogs upstairs. Some people don't let the dogs on the furniture. Oh. Where are you with dogs and the freedom around the house? Yeah, they're,
3: they're allowed everywhere. But, I mean, I'm not... That's probably... That's a bad owner of me because he shouldn't really be sleeping on my bed. He sleeps on my bed with me. Oh. Domino and me. But the best thing about him is when it gets hot, I run a cold bath. And when he wants to cool down, he just goes upstairs, casually gets into the bath and sits there for a bit.
1: Really? That's, That's amazing.
3: Fantastic, It's so adorable. That is really sweet. Yeah. So he has full range. I mean, I know yes. a lot of
1: dogs, they love they love the water and they'll go in the sea or they'll go into um, you a know, pond or something. But... I've never heard of a dog voluntarily getting into a
3: bath at home. That's incredible. Yeah, he just plops in, <laughs> mm. sits there for a bit, <laughs> and then gets out again.
2: And, like, towel me down. Reads a book, couple of candles. Yes. Lovely. Yeah,
3: they go, they go everywhere. But I mean, that's because I'm needy and I like them next to me. Yes. You know, so it's an awful owner. Awful owner.
1: I think we are. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. very
3: much the same. Well, particularly with a chihuahua, you want a little
1: chihuahua. Oh, she, yeah, she goes everywhere. You can't you, you know, there's no, there's no point there's no point in saying no. She as, you know, she's just so tiny anyway. You hardly know she's there. Yeah.
2: I had to sleep on the sofa last night because Mildred was taking up uh, my spot in the bed. <laughs> it's Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: But can I ask you what, what made you guys start this podcast? Like, were you how did this happen? Well, it depends why you asked the question really. <laughs>
1: as in like am
3: i asking it yeah
1: because it's so yeah yeah wait what on earth made you think yeah sean is the best person to answer that because it was his idea
2: i think that you know there are a lot of podcasts where you know people come on and they talk about themselves and they talk about what they're the thing that they've got coming up that they're going to sell or or whatnot and that's all very interesting but actually as a dog owner and i was new to to being a, a dog owner Uh, Although, you know, I had a family dog. Actually, what I wanted to do is I wanted to hear about people's experiences with dogs and growing up with a dog and how to train the dog and and just how we all own a dog differently and what it is that we love about dogs. And what's really interesting is that you kind of find that when you talk to people about kind of exclusively about their dogs and not themselves, actually, you really find out a lot also about the person and about them through the way that they bond with their dogs. So I think there's a a really wonderful world out there where you find a lot out about a person via their relationship with their dog.
3: Good conduit, isn't
1: it? Yeah.
2: And
3: also people go on talking
1: about themselves. It's so boring. It's just surprising that you've got this sort of avatar that you kind of live through to some extent. Yes. And uh, it's a bit like mask acting, isn't it, when you wear a mask and you feel less inhibited when you disclose things about yourself because it's about your dog, it's uh, it's a way that we can all relate. Yes. I, I feel
3: bad now because I haven't got anything
1: to sell. <laughs> no, no one ever wants to mention anything they're doing, you know, work-wise. It's just everyone's so happy to just have a breather from that and talk about their dogs, yeah. which is a lovely thing.
3: Yes, Breathe breather for themselves. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this final question that we always ask everyone uh, at the end is, Is do you yes. let your dogs kiss you on the lips? I'm going to say yes, I'm going to say yes. You reckon it's a yes? Um, I think it's a cautious, sometimes it happens and I can't help it.
3: Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. And I think that is purely because, and I'm sure you've discussed this before, but it's that awful moment when you you're going for the kiss <laughs> <laughs> and then you're you know what I'm gonna say and you're a bit excited, they're a bit excited, and then suddenly you're French yes. kissing because their tongue has gone into your mouth. And it just feels you think I think, Oh yeah. God, I've just been French kissed no, that's yes. by my dog, yes. you know, and that and that it leads to quite an existential crisis
1: Yeah it's, it's uh...
2: especially if you're handcuffed to the
3: bed. <laughs> Especially when you're when you're sort of Instagram like yeah. you know, that's that's just yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds That's wrong. But yeah, it's, it's a cautious um, kiss. I'm not and I the tongue never comes out from me. I'm not one of those like
2: No, God no like something about Mary. Licking him back. No, God, God. Yeah. God, God no. <laughs> no, thank you so much, Will. It's been fantastic having you on. Wonderful to get to know Iris. Very nice to hear about Domino. Thanks so much. Thank you, Will. Cheers.
1: Wasn't that great to hear from Will Young? Yes, that was great. I think he's rather modest about his involvement with animals because, it really, of all our guests, he's a he's actually a proper animal activist as well, isn't
2: he? Amazing work that he he's doing, and clearly, just really clearly cares. And and that yeah. story about saving the the dog oh, before yeah. yeah.
1: And I'm glad that um, someone has spoken up for the, the American Pitbull, because, of course, they do have a terrible reputation. Everyone, Everyone's terrified of them. Yes. I have to admit, I personally, I, I'm pretty wary of of those big American-looking dogs.
2: Yes, I, w- I will say it's normally the uh, the owner where I make the judgment. It can be. It can be, <laughs> I, supp-
1: I suppose, yeah. But, uh, apparently, you know, a very delightful dog, and certainly he looks it.
2: I was just slightly confused as to what the situation was with the... He had, he had three dogs. Yeah, uh, he, he had... He did um, have three dogs, but they ju- it just so happened that today it was just Domino that was there. Yeah,
1: Esme was out for a walk.
2: Yes, and what? Iris was was with his family. At his, his mum's house, yeah. Yes, but, but, but he normally had the three... It did sound like Domino was his favourite. Maybe that's not fair for me to say, but it, it did sound like Domino was... It, it, maybe, we, yeah.
1: I th- he did say that he, he's the only one who walks Domino. So, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's because uh, and understandably, you know, you get you do get worried because even, you know, sometimes dog walkers, they can get it wrong. And, you know, if they've got more than one dog to look after and you've yeah. got one particular dog with a special need of some sort.
2: But it was wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful to have him. It was. It was great. Okay, well, that's uh, that's it from us, isn't it, Sean? Yes, that's all. Thank you for listening to Own oh My Dog. It's been great hearing the voice notes as well. Keep sending them in. We love those. Because, of course, as listeners,
1: you're very much part of the podcast, so don't forget to get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com and find us on Instagram, which is at omdpod.com give us a shout there too because we love your your songs and hear you talking to your dog and so on and so forth
2: and remember a dog is for life not just for podcasts